0: Hello, and welcome to Soulfessions. I'm your host, Molly Ray. To live a life full of joy, happiness, and connection, to connect with our most authentic self, we must be willing to confess where we are in life. I have worked through many traumatic life events, including giving birth to twins three months early. My healing began when I was ready to confess exactly how I was feeling and the work I needed to do to release the pain. I honored my feelings and used my loving connection with music in the healing process. Join me as I speak honestly about my journey and how you can begin your journey of healing and finding joy. It all starts with a soul fashion. Hello, it's Molly. I am so excited to be back podcasting again. This summer has been a little bit crazy. It's been a little challenging to try to get some podcasts in as I have been primarily taking care of my twins 24-7 and teaching my music lessons as well. But it's just been really difficult to find a quiet space and time to be able to podcast. So I hope that everyone out there has had an amazing summer. I would love to hear about your experiences. I would love to see pictures. You can post them on my Facebook page. Tune in with Molly. Just let me know how your summer's been and what you've been learning about yourself this summer. And I will say I have really learned a lot about myself this summer and I love the journey of life and how we can always be growing spiritually, mentally, emotionally, how we can constantly be really evolving who we are and really settling into who we want to be and what we want to be doing in life. And there was a very, it was a very reflective summer for me. Part of the reason why I was given that experience was due to our, I would say, non-stereotypical family life, which I absolutely want to share with all of you today. As I know that I am not the only person and we are not the only family that has a non-typical family and I'm hoping that over the next several podcasts to have open discussions about this and about what what we do that works and the trials and tribulations that have gotten us to where we are today. So my husband works construction. He's an operating engineer for Local 542 Operating Engineers Union, and he has been fortunate enough over the last, i was probably 12 years, not not counting the most recent couple of years, but mostly he has been fortunate enough to work in our state, and that's been great. Because if he's working in our state, it doesn't necessarily mean he's working close to home, but sometimes he would be working two or three hours from the house. Now, usually when he would work jobs like that, that were further away, as he is from the northern part of Pennsylvania, he would have the opportunity to be able to stay with family if he did work out of town. Before kids, It really wasn't difficult for either one of us to be able to kind of adjust to a more long distance style relationship. So essentially, you know, if he worked close to home, then we'd see each other every day. If he worked out of town, normally he would have at least one day off a week and we would always take the time to make the most of the, you know, 24 hours or so that we would see each other. And spend quality time together. But one thing that was always an important part of our routine was speaking to one another every night on the phone. So no matter where he was at, if he was not coming home regularly, we always made sure to have phone conversations with one another. Now, flash forward eight years ago. We bring twins into the mix. And for the first three and a half years of their life, he was traveling to the northern part of Pennsylvania. So we would see him about 24 hours a week. If you've listened to my past podcast of giving birth to micropremies, you already know the girls were born three months early. And with them being born three months early, they did come home five months later from the NICU with medical things. We had feeding tubes and medications and all sort of thing, sorts of things. And as my family did help me a little bit in the beginning, it took me quite some time to get help. So... Um, and what I mean by help is like actual medical nursing help, which is what I really needed at the time so aside from that from that, once I got that help, that was good. But still, my husband, for three and a half years, he only saw the kids twenty four hours a week, which was really challenging for us because he would come home but not really know the routine. And I would do the best to communicate with him everything that was going on, what the kids were doing, and take pictures and take video and all of those things. But still, for him to be out of the loop and come back into the loop was always a challenge for trying to fit in. And for me, he would be coming home and I would be so exhausted that I would just be praying for a break for one night to sleep, but he still was getting an understanding of, you know, what does that sound? Do I need to get up? Do I not need to get up? So, during that time, it was very tough, especially twos and threes, toddler stage with one adult against two kids, but we made it. We survived all the medical stuff. We did all of those things. We made it work. And then, He was fortunate enough to work in the area for the next three years. So, the girls had this very unique opportunity starting at three and a half to about seven to be able to see their dad every night. And then with that, that came some challenges too. As They got used to me being the primary disciplinary parent, and we all had to learn and how to adjust and live together, and it definitely had its ups and downs. But through all of that, we, through all the good, bad, and the ugly, because I'm not going to say it was pretty much of the time, we learned how to work with one another, and we learned how to make it work. That time was wonderful for the girls to be able to spend such quality time with their dad. And then a year ago, things changed again. And it became very apparent that what he loves and what he really wants to do is going to require him to have to travel. So last year, he ended up in West Virginia for a short amount of time. We invested in a camper we invested in a camper for him to be able to to basically have a home away from home wherever he was working and we made sure to get something that had a bunkhouse so that when the kids would come down and we would come down that they felt like it was kind of their home away from home this has definitely been a big challenge for all of us especially the kids cuz having the opportunity to spend three and a half to seven with their dad and to have him home. And then all of a sudden, daddy's not home every day has definitely been emotionally difficult for them. But one thing that has been very important to me and and to my husband is for us to try to find ways to be able to stay together as a family unit, even though We're not traditionally together all the time. And one of those ways was this summer. I was fortunate enough to be able to set my schedule, teaching schedule, to half the week. And the other half the week, we drove to the camper. And the camper, right now, my husband's working about three hours away from home. And we were able to go up there, which I'm so grateful that three hours is still pretty manageable of a drive if you want to go somewhere for a couple days or, you know, three, four days. So we packed up and drove to the camper for half the week. And it was a little bit crazy and hectic to get into this new routine. As up at the camper, there is very minimal Wi-Fi. Very minimal cell phone reception. If I was lucky and stood in one spot, I might sometimes be able to get reception to quickly check emails. But other than that, we were pretty well off the grid. Huge, huge adjustment that I am very grateful for because knowing that I had to get all my work done at the beginning of the week when I was home and get the laundry done, and pack the bags, and clean the house, and do all of those things, run errands all at the beginning of the week. The second half of the week was this beautiful opportunity to be able to spend quality time with my kids and with my husband when he would come home at night so we could have that family unit. But it gave us the opportunity to be unplugged from electronics and just enjoy nature and I have not ever seen the Grand Canyon which I have seen pictures and it looks amazing the fact that we have something called the Pennsylvania Grand Canyon so close to us we were literally a mile from the campground to one of the main state parks for the Grand Canyon it was awesome the kids and I hiked almost every day We would sometimes just hike the trail from the campground over and a little bit, little parts of the Pia Grand Canyon. Sometimes we would hike down what they call the Turkey Path, and the Turkey Path is 800 feet deep to the bottom. The girls got to learn how to hike terrain that can be a little, well, what they would call it on the... Parts of that hike were hazardous, so you know you have to be a little more careful. But they learned these wonderful skills. We brought water shoes and walked down by the waterfall and climbed over the rocks up to the waterfall and just did all of these wonderful things together on these hikes. So it got us away from electronics. It got us out into nature. It. Gave us ample amounts of exercise, especially climbing 800 feet back up to the top. And it gave us the opportunity to spend valuable quality time with each other. And beyond that, the kids learned essential skills like making a campfire. They were my, quite my little stick collectors learning how to break sticks over their knee and, you know, put their foot on, on the thicker sticks and pull up to break them into pieces. And they just learned all of these wonderful things, toasting marshmallows, cooking hot dogs over the campfire, just all of this just wonderful stuff that we got to do. It was a great summer. Another thing I learned too, though, was I had to let go I had to let go of all of these expectations that I had put on myself of what I wanted to get done over the summer. You know, the beginning of the summer, I, I was thinking, oh, I'm going to clean up the house and I'm, I want to do some extra podcasts so I can podcast regularly and I want to get this done. And I just had all these things that I wanted to do. And then I stopped, and I reflected, and I listened. I just listened to the universe, and I allowed myself to be okay with the fact that there just wasn't feasible to podcast over the summer. I let it be okay that it wasn't feasible to clean the house up in the way that I wanted to clean it up over the summer. I. Just let that go and let the summer be what the summer was. And I'm so glad that I did that because quite frankly, I think I would have probably lost my mind if I wouldn't have. And, you know, I knew that when I would come home for the first half of the week, of course, I needed to get the laundry done so we could repack. And of course, I needed to run errands and go to the grocery store to have food to eat in the house. And I knew I needed to do those things. But the other things, if it didn't get done, it was okay. And I want you to think about that. Are you living your life right now in a way where you are constantly trying to control what everything is and constantly put these expectations on how you want everything to work out? And then if it doesn't, you're disappointed? Or do you just let go and let it happen? I will tell you, letting go and letting it happen this summer, it was one of the most relaxing summers at the camper to have that experience. Now, I'll be honest, I wasn't feeling so relaxed when I was home. (laughs) because I felt like I had so much to do. But also, it was more relaxed than normal, than my normal, because I did not beat myself up if I didn't get it done. And that was huge. It was a huge shift for me. I lived in the moment. I let the moments happen, and I stayed in them, and I enjoyed the moments. It can be so easy to forget to do that. We can get our heads so jumbled, full of all of these things we want to do and accomplish and get done. And we don't actually take the time to enjoy it. And we forget to be grateful for all of it. So I definitely want to continue the conversation a little bit more with you next week. About what it is like to feel like a single parent, even though I'm married, and the challenges that lie within that, and how you can make that work and be successful without it falling to pieces. Because you have to be willing to set the intention and put the work into it. And I'm so grateful that we were able to have all of these memories and family moments together traveling to where my husband is working and being able to have that time in the camper together and to be a family unit. And I hope that you were able to spend some quality time with the people that you love and the people who are important in your life. And I hope that you were able to engrave those memories of joy because that is so important. Thank you so much for tuning in with me this week. Next week, I will be back with more for you and I hope that you have an amazing week. Love and light to all of you. thank you for tuning in with me today. If you are enjoying the podcast, please like it and share it with your friends and family. To learn more about my soul movement coaching, sound therapy, and other services, you can visit my website at www.tuneinwithmolly.com.